More morning, anytime. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. 21 degrees and sunshine today. 10 people are dead and 15 others injured after a van mounted a sidewalk and plowed into pedestrians along a four-kilometer stretch of one of Toronto's busiest streets yesterday. The accused, 25-year-old Alec Manassian, is scheduled to appear in court this morning. The police officer who took the driver into custody is being called a hero across the globe. He made the arrest without firing his weapon. Still no motive has been revealed. I was watching uh, some American coverage. I, I watched actually very little coverage on this thing because we were talking about this off air how we just not not another tragic event and at a certain point like your brain can't handle all of this stuff but it's so terrible Mm -hmm. but a lot of the american coverage they were just like look at that like seriously how that police officer didn't shoot him was absolutely amazing right cnn this morning that was their top story this cop specifically how he dealt with this yeah yeah and that's such a selfless job being a police officer so uh, they certainly deserve a lot of credit especially in this case so amazing Mm -hmm. Several Beaumont schools released kids from a hold and secure situation around 6 o'clock last night. They were locked down due to a firearms disturbance around 2 o'clock. There were reports of a man with a gun barricaded in a residence. A 35-year-old male was arrested with no injuries occurring in the process. Well, great news for Edmonton's theater community. The Roxy Theater is coming back to its original location on the corner of 124th Street and will be rebuilt thanks in part to a $2.5 million promise from the province. That is so nice to see. It's iconic on that corner. Mm-hmm. Well, Toronto last night, the Maple Leafs forced a game seven in their series, beating Boston three to one. And they did have a moment of silence for all of the victims that had, um, that had passed away yesterday. So that was nice to and see. And then that outside of the, the the stadium, they had thousands of people watching the games like they do in a lot of these places. And it was good to see that they continued that on. Like I thought, oh boy, they're going to probably have to cancel right. that because of the events of earlier in the day. But again, uh, they don't let these kind of events, uh, you know, change us, right? So good. there you go. That's what we should do. Uh-huh. Exactly. I'm right. Jack, and that's what you need to know. Okay. Uh, about 10 minutes ago, we're listening to whatever song we're listening to, and Jack just goes, what is the name of the royal baby going to be? Oh, <gasps> I yeah. need to know. I need to know. It's crazy. Like, it Why might, do they make us wait? You don't think about this at all, do you? It's I, like, I just yeah. give it a name. I know it's going to be a fancy name because it's royal baby. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the fancy name. Fancy. Well, they should use a name that's shorter than longer, although this kid, won't. it won't really matter what its name will be. But anyway, there's something to be said for short names and why they can make you more successful. We're going to talk about that in the next few moments. Kane Brown, that's a short name. Yeah. He's successful with Lauren Elena on Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, okay, here's the deal. So this baby, this royal baby, this little boy was born yesterday, and Jack's just waiting patiently for the name, and it's going to be something like we've got a jo- we've got a George, right? Yes, yeah. George, Charlotte. They're saying Arthur. Arthur. Think so it's, it's not going, going to be like to- Plaxton or... Probably Jackson. not. You never know, but they will probably go with a more traditional name. It won't be like Prince Logan or anything like that. <laughs> no, they're not looking for the hip name. They're looking right. for the uh, the classic name. So we'll see where that goes. But this is interesting. Uh, your your full name is Matthew. Yes. You go by Matt because of what, Matt? I don't know. Just shorter. Okay. Easier. Because you want to be more successful in life, maybe? Probably. According to a new study, <laughs> guys with one syllable names make more money and a lot more money, Matt. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Maybe you, sh- you should call yourself Matt. Toddlers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Researchers discovered that adding just one syllable to your name puts you at risk of losing more than $49,000 a year in salary. Wow. And guys with three-syllable names uh, deal with their salary dipping $90,000. 
Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to shorten my name to mmm. Here's the theory. It seems it's easier to remember short names than longer ones, so guys with short names get called on for promotions, better jobs, and bigger opportunities. So I could see it. They all sit around a table and they go, who should we give this job to? Um, mm, Bob. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, the guy that you can remember his name. Yes. Yeah, the guys that you can't. It's just, it, I don't know. They, they $90,000 for having a three-syllable name. That's what you're going to take when it comes to losing salary? Huh. Oh. Anyway. It's a big dip. What about you? I mean, with the ladies, Jack? Yeah, that's why I go by Jack. Have you found that has helped? Or? <laughs> no. No, all right. Not yet. Okay. I'm waiting for it still. Uh, Somebody's right. got to break the mold. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right. I don't know. Is there anybody out there that believes in this theory? Is it better to have a shorter name? I certainly don't make much money. <laughs> well, <laughs> but maybe it's still coming. You're still young. That's right. I'm only 32. <laughs> <laughs> with a baby on the way. <laughs> what are you going to name the baby? Have you decided now, maybe based on this? I don't know. It's going to be like George, Paul, something short. Yeah, maybe even shorter. I don't know. Bo. There you go. Yeah. B-O. I don't know. Bo's pretty good. Okay. 780-421-1039. What is your name? And do you think it has actually helped you or hindered you when it comes to uh, your salary and your career? We'd love to hear from you this morning. You can also text us at 103939. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Luke is a short name, and maybe that makes it successful as well. We were talking about it just a few minutes ago. Uh, that research says the shorter your name is a guy, the more money you are going to make. And the theory is that uh, when they're looking to promote somebody, it's so much easier when the guy's got a short name. He's easier to remember. And I don't know. Some people are saying impossible. Others are yes, Matt. I don't know. I think one simple names uh, matter if they're, you know, the more unique your name is, I think the more likely people are to remember you. No way. No. Really? No. If your name is unique, people get nervous about saying it and then they forget it. <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> you don't see a lot of Ladashes running Fortune 500 companies. Because <laughs> yeah. is it Ladasha or Ladasha, Ladashi? You're so confused. Is that the or like thing? Or, or, it's just yeah. like when you name your kid, yeah. put it in front of CEO. Okay. And does it work? <laughs> Like Matt DeBurr, CEO. It kind of works, yeah. though it'll never happen. Yeah, or, or put it in But a... like Sunbeam Unicorn, CEO. <laughs> okay. Unless they own a granola company. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you just talked yourself out of your theory. As always. Oh, yeah. waffling again. All right, pretty much. Yes, Jack. We got a text at 103.939. This person says, my name is Jay. It's basically one letter, and I'm still friggin' poor. <laughs> so there you go. Aww. Preach it, brother. It's not working for him. Um, yeah, again, your name is important. I mean, it, it does uh, kind of set you up for sure. I mean, whether you want to be rich, whether you want to be athletic too, same kind of thing. If you're going to choose that name for your kid, you want, you want them to be the next quarterback of the Edmonton Eskimos. Yes. But, like yeah. the young guy at uh, who opened up for uh, Gr- uh, Granger. Oh, yes. Beamer Wiggly. Beamer. Oh, how about that for a name? Beamer Wiggly? Beamer Wiggly. Okay. Opened that. up. 15 years old. I thought either that kid's going to be a musician yeah. or an athlete. Yes. Totally your theory is correct, Chris. Yeah, all right. Or uh, the same thing with uh, Beamer almost sounds like a rodeo name. It's like, how about like a rodeo competitor? Like they 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 really think really wisely about that. Like Ty Totapat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Spe- Levi. Speedy Williams. Yeah. You, know, you name your kid Speedy, he's going to be Speedy. There's a baseball player called Scooter Jeanette. Yeah. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah, great name. Buster Posey. Yeah. Great baseball names. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, what's your theory? 780-421-1039. You can text us at 103939. Uh, your name, has it uh, defined you? Has it affected you? Has it, uh, you know, made you rich or poor? We'd love to hear from you this morning. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's going to be 21 degrees a little bit later on today. It's absolutely a beautiful final week of April. Yes, we waited a long time, but we finally got what we deserve as far as the weather goes. So that's the good news. Friday night's going to be an incredible time. The Karma in the Country event out in Leduc at the uh, the beautiful, uh, uh, it's, I was going to call it the Tri-Leisure Center. It's called the Tri-Leisure Center. It's what called, is it called? Is it just the rec center there? Oh, man. It's, it's huge. I've been there a million times. Leduc Mega hockey. Complex. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be the Black Gold Center, but it's is not it called now? that. No, it's anyway. It's beautiful. That's all. Someone will tell us. Basketball hoops, a gym, soccer fields, a hockey rink. Hockey rinks. My son played for years there, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Uh, anyway, we'll nobody's get, helping you out on text. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. But anyway, Aaron Goodwin's going to be there with Nice Horse. It's going to be a great event. And we want to give you a free pair of tickets right now. All you have to do is identify. Matt, go ahead, hit the music because uh, Aaron Goodwin's biggest song is definitely Lonely Drum. Yeah, this isn't the song I'm going to play, though. All right. So what Matt's going to do is he's going to beat on his Lonely Drum right now. I said, Matt, what's your Lonely Drum? He says, my belly. Yeah, his Lonely Tum. All right. So he's going to beat on his Lonely Tum. And you're going to have to identify this song. Uh, <laughs> caller number four at 780-421-1039. Again, it's not an Aaron Goodwin song, but it's a classic song, all yeah, right? Are, are you ready? Turn down this music all so right. I can really get my belly going. All right, go ready? ahead. Here's the song. See, we know the song, and I'm having a hard time identifying <laughs> it. kind of make it out. It's a classic. It's a classic song. It's one of the biggest songs in country music history by one of the biggest artists in country music history. Pink maybe belly. Maybe the biggest, all right? Identify, oh, yeah, don't give it away. Identify that song. Are <laughs> you talking about the song or his tummy? Well. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A big event coming up uh, this weekend in Leduc on Friday night at the Leduc Rec Center uh, with Aaron Goodman. He's going to be there, and it's going to be awesome for sure. And we've got our contestant on the line right now. Who's this? Christian. All right, Christian. Whoa, All right. Christian. Uh, okay, we're talking about names, and uh, you know, the shorter the name, the more money you make. Christian's a longer name, but it's an awesome name. Do you think it's helped you or hurt you? Um, made me average. Made you average. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a book about you that's made you above average. Yeah. Oh, probably. Well, and it's French, so it's completely spelled different than oh, normal. Oh, oui, oui. She's <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Jack talking Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I'm not talking French. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was a long way off of my Bible guess. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's identify uh, Matt beating on his lonely tum, as we'd like to say. Play a little bit of that song for Christian with the French spelling. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Oh, I got the wrong beat. Hold on. He, you know what? Yeah, just never mind. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. Hold on. It's a drum solo. It's the, one of the biggest songs in the world by the biggest country artist in the world. What song is it? Is that Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks? Keep guessing. Uh, Garth Brooks, you got that. What's the biggest Garth Brooks song of all time? You sing it in the bars. Uh, Friends in Low Places. Yeah! 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 Without a hint, nobody on the planet was getting that. <laughs> I got beers in my big fat gut. Leduc <laughs> Rec Center is where you're going, Christian. On a Friday night, you're going to see Aaron Goodwin beating on his lonely drum. It's going to be an amazing show, and uh, you're going. Congratulations. Right on, dang. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Tell me something good. We're going to talk about incredible stories of your animals coming back or you finding them because yesterday was National Lost Pets Day. Well, here's a story from Australia. A 17-year-old cattle dog, 17 years old named Max, naturally at 17 years old, 
uh, well, basically, you've lost uh, your hearing. You partially, partially blind this dog, right? But he still managed to save a little girl's life. This really, oh. this really did happen. She wandered off from her family's home and got lost in the woods. Her parents reported her missing, and a search party of about 100 volunteers went out to look for her, but could not find her. 100 volunteers could not find her, but Max followed her into the bush, never left her side, even as the temperature dropped and the rain began to fall at night. The next morning, he ran off, found the girl's grandmother, and helped lead her back to the rescuers, and they, they, they found her. Everything is fine. And, uh, well, Max has been declared an honorary police dog. No kidding. It's 17 years old, wow. this dog. Oh boy, Max. Unbelievable. I hope he got lots of bagging strips. I'm guessing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing he did, but there you go. I love that story, and we needed that one this morning. There's your good news story of the day. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Lost animals, because yesterday was National Lost Animal Day. And uh, boy, oh boy, we're getting some incredible stories this morning. Yeah, this texter says, I was working in a daycare and we had a pet leopard gecko in the winter. Well, it escaped and we looked everywhere, but then in the springtime, it came back. I am not sure how it survived all winter. Hmm. Remember, these wild animals are pretty versatile. Yeah. They're wild. But a gecko in Edmonton? Yeah. Probably found under the radiator, nice warm spot. Maybe. Living on bugs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting for the bugs to come to him, just opening up his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mind you, maybe it was a girl. Who knows? Yeah. Girl gecko. Possible. Probably smarter to survive. I think we're getting stuck on the details. All right. 780-421-1039 is the number to call. If you've got a crazy story, Adrian, go ahead. Back in September, my parents had my dog for over a weekend because I was at the Garth Brooks concert in Calgary. Right. My dog was at Horlock Park. got scared. He pulled her out of his collar and took off. My parents searched and searched and searched that day for that dog, and we couldn't find him. He disappeared into the woods at Horlock and he well, about, I don't know, 48 hours later, I get tips and calls from people on Facebook saying, you know, I spotted your dog off on Saskatchewan Drive. So my husband and I head out that direction and search and search and search for the dog. And he doesn't come out of the bush scared, like you wouldn't believe. Um, now, he's an English coon hound, so he always follows his nose. So we figure, well, he's probably somewhere in the wild part of Edmonton. We eventually found him in the forest between... Saskatchewan Drive and Emily Murphy Park Road and Broat Road, kind of in that that general area. It took 14 days for me to get him out of the forest to come what? back. What? To come home. 14 days he lived in the forest. He lost 18 pounds, 25% of his body weight. He was skin and bone. And when he finally did come out of the bush, I was sitting there and I just I lightly called to him, and he walked over to me and he sat down. And I put a lasso around his neck and I pulled it tight. I'm like, you're an <laughs> asshole. <And then> I- <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about uh, pets this morning. Yesterday was a National Lost Pet Day, and we're looking for those positive stories about when you thought you'd lost your pet, you'd written it off, and then one day the cat came back, as the story goes, and we're looking for your stories. Kenzie in Beaumont texts in and says, We have a cat named Carl. He went missing about a year ago, and we put up posters and everything. Well, this past Thanksgiving, my sister looked out of the glass sliding door while we were eating Thanksgiving dinner, and there he was. He comes and goes, so we think we've actually, he's actually got a family on one of the other acreages. Oh, he's one of those guys. Carl's got a sweet deal going on. 
yeah, no kidding. Oh, biggest part of that story for me is who names their cat Carl? That's kind of a cool it's name, a good one. isn't it? All right, 780-421-1039 is the number to call. We're going to give you a chance to actually play Luke or Luke for tickets to the sold-out Luke Holmes concert. Uh, that's coming up at 735, so in about uh, 19 minutes or so, your chance to win. But, Jeremy, you got a story about a lost uh, animal? My girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend now, but she was working out on a ranch, and I got this little kit, and we found him, and he was... Almost dead. He was what you could fit in your hand. Yeah. So so they let me take him home. He got bigger and bigger and bigger, and I had this cat for years. And one day he went missing. We couldn't find him. This is six years later. And uh, we thought, you know, he probably met his end or whatever. And we were at the SPCA about four years after that. And we're walking around, the girlfriend's looking for a cat. And I hear this meow, very distinct meow. <laughs> you recognize the meow. <gasps> yeah. Well, he recognized my voice, too, and we were standing there talking. He comes up to the front, and it was my cat. What? I had him for six. He was gone for four. And, and then the you FCA. didn't adopt him, and you picked a new cat. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. How much do you love Luke Combs? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like he's a country music superstar in the making. He's already had these huge hits, and he's got that unbelievable voice. He's doing the sold-out show at the ranch. On Thursday night, the only way you can get in is by winning tickets, just like you are about to do if you can successfully play our game Luke or Luke. Matt, how does this work? I'm going to give you a line, and you're going to tell me, is it a Luke Combs song or a Luke Skywalker quote from Ooh, Star Wars. Interesting. Okay. All right. Do you know your Star Wars? A little bit. Okay. Do you know your Luke Combs? A little bit. All right. Okay. Well, a little bit. <laughs> Put a little bit together twice and you get a lot. There we go. Strong with the Combs you aren't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Matt. This is the first line. Luke or Luke? Which Luke is it? This is not going to go the way you think. I'm going to go with Luke Skywalker. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Good job. All right. All right. Number two. The moon went hiding. The stars quit shining. Luke Combs. Yeah. yeah. That was a tough one. I have no clue. Yeah. I'm looking at okay. You have become a Jedi, young Padawan. All right. Now, and the last one. Mercury 93 wasn't even half past noon. Luke Combs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. hard finding Star Wars quotes in Luke Combs songs. <laughs> Guess what? You're going to be there with us on Thursday night at Luke Combs at the Ranch. Oh, awesome. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Matt mentioned last night when we were talking that you heard your first lawnmower of the year yesterday. Wow. Yeah, somebody had the old lawnmower with the power rake attachment out. Are you sure it was a power rake? Because I said, it may be like me, they may use their mower. Uh, by the way, not the beautiful Kubota motors. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, never. still <laughs> continues to be in my yard. I'm not about the pusher. My little pusher, my mm -hmm. little push mower, I go over the dog poop with it just to yeah. kind of give it a little bit of a... Is that not... A, that's okay. That no? is not I don't cool, know. man. Pick what? it up. I, I, I hate it so much that when I run over a piece of dog poo with the lawnmower wheel, I have to get the hose out and clean the wheel Come off. on. Yes. As if, Matt. No, what do you mean? <laughs> As if. I totally do. We got to take you to the farm for a week. Like, seriously? Okay. A little bit of dog poop on a wheel, you got to wash it off? How Would you take squirt? the mower into your, your, your house? <laughs> wow, I could eat off my mower. It's so clean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot of property. Like, my backyard yeah. is tiny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so I like I make sure that everything's immaculate. All right. But Matt, yeah. you put so little effort into certain things. 
<laughs> I surprisingly put effort into a, a small a few wheels. of things. <laughs> yeah, what, the things that he, he cares about, he really cares about. I don't think about. this is a good one to care okay. about, not running over dog poop okay, with the not, moving objects. It's not weirder what Wednesday, but seriously, yeah, there's three acres of dog poop at my house. I mean, you know, I could pick it all up or I could just mow it and make it smaller and then when it rains, it'll go down in the it's ground. It's like and fertilizer. fertilizer. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Jack. All right, is it weird or what to use the mower to kind of kind of soften the blow, so to speak. Okay, I mean, I don't know. You like, what if Kennedy came over to your house yeah. and then came in the mulch area yeah. of the dog poo? You yeah. wouldn't do that, would you? Yeah. Because okay. my yard's so tiny. Just got a text from Kyle from Green Drop. Mm-hmm. Dog poop is good fertilizer. Take that. I want to see. It's That's for real Kyle. now. Stop yeah. making things it's, up. It doesn't hurt your wheels on your mower either. Text us at one zero three nine three nine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So Matt said he heard his first mower of the season yesterday. It's going to be 21 today, so they'll probably be out again. He thought it was doing the raking. I said it could be doing the mowing. I've actually done. I've tried even using my snowblower once uh, with the dog poop, just to kind of you know, just to see if it would help or work or shoot it up in the Did air. Did you see it like the poo how amongst much, the white? How much do you hate your neighbors? No. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go near my neighbors with, oh, okay. with it, but I just, I'm just kind of interested, but maybe it's just a farm, farm thing. Maybe it's like grew up on the farm. I don't know. We're, we're not nearly as, uh, I guess, I don't know. Civilized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quiet. <laughs> I don't know though. There's some on either side. This texture says you're spreading the fertilizer. It's better for your yard. Another person says, Matt, I so agree with you. And this person says, as a farmer, it's a smart financial decision. I get the farm thing. You yeah. got a big property. I wouldn't pick it up either. But yeah. I got like, I yeah, got my sure. little itty bitty backyard. But if you I... were going to pay somebody to pick it up. Like that was the strange <laughs> thing. It's gross. <laughs> it's super gross. Yeah. I don't know. My yard is 90% poo right now. What is going to happen when this baby comes? Like I'm I, really no scared. Problem. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I, I mean, yeah, I can I'll Im- get my nanny I- to clean the diapers. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as baby can walk, it's picking up boo. It's <laughs> be a good two-in-one job: dog pick, pooper picker upper, and a baby diaper changer. All right, there you go. Anyway, all right, text us at one three nine three nine. What do you think? It's true. It is different if you've got a small yeah. yard in the city compared to three acres or. I mean, if, uh, if a log acres. skips my eye, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might get the mower, but. <laughs> You're going to go home and try the mower, aren't you? He is. He's, he's flopping again. <laughs> you just have to wash the wheels off after. Oh, wow. I like a clean mower. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay. So this crazy story blows your mind about this, uh, I guess, where, where is the couple from Michigan. again? Michigan. Michigan. And they've got, they've had like 14 straight boys in a row. And the crazy thing about it is she never finds out. They never find out as a couple, right? Nope, they never find out. Um, So she had 13, and this week she had her 14th child. They were hoping for a girl. Yeah. But they didn't get it. Unbelievable. And we were talking an adoption. We were, talking, <laughs> we were talking about this off air. And I'd always been under the theory, because I know some families where, uh, I don't know the exact, I think it was six boys in a row, uh, Bob Lang, who used to be the general manager of this radio station, who's passed away, but was just a really cool guy. But they had six boys in a row, and then they finally had their girl at number seven, Trish. Holy cow. And, and, they, and I'd heard that statistically, the more you have of one sex of child, it's going to be more and more difficult to have that other one. We Googled that yesterday, and that's apparently just a myth. Yeah, I couldn't find anything on 
that. And I was trying to find the odds for this woman of uh, having these 14 boys in a row. And it yeah. was something like one in 40,000 chance. Yeah. Like the Stern family out in Thorsby, they had like two or three generations of all boys. Like they just never had a girl. And then the, the girls started coming, I think, in the last generation finally. Wow. But just like they, they, had, they had like three generations of all boys in their family. Super weird. I'm more hung up on the fact she had 14 kids. <laughs> they do. They range in age from 2 to 25. Like, when did you start? I guess 22 years ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 2 to 25, the range. But you're right, 14 straight boys without a girl. It's amazing. But and they, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, they, they are excited about it. They never said that they were expecting a girl or that they were hoping. They were like, hey, we know how to raise boys. This is, But they're having some fun with it. I think her middle name was like, she not a boy or she boy again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's crazy. And they'll get their girls. Like, you know, these guys are going to marry. A lot of them will probably marry and they'll get their girls. And then oh, yeah. maybe some grandkids will come, but it's unbelievable. Do you have a streak like that in your family or somebody you know of that just had a whole bunch of, uh, you know, one... Sex of child. Well, I mean, your family, Chris, you've got uh, three other brothers. Yeah. You were the oldest. Yeah. And your younger brothers. And yeah. then finally, your family had a boy in number five, or our girl in number five, right? N- no. What? Five? What? No. How many? You have seven <laughs> brothers and sisters, right? What? Or is it 12? What are you? <laughs> you have four brothers. I have a sister. Three. I have a sister. My dad used to always use a line that he, he came from a family of eight boys and they all had a sister. But that's because there was only one sister. Oh, okay, oh. got it. So, there you go. Maybe you're thinking of that story, yeah, Matt. Yeah, I'm sure Probably. that's what you're thinking I, of. You know what? I, I'm guessing you're not thinking. Matt's stroking out again. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, the uh, story of the states with the uh, family that had 14 straight boys in a row. We're looking for those kind of stories in your world. This texture says, ours changes with every generation. My great-grandma was one of six girls. My granddad was one of five boys. My mom, her siblings, and all cousins were all girls, and all of my cousins are boys. So just flip-flops. I'm the only exception to the rule, this texture says, being a female in the male generation. Wow. It's crazy. That's neat. It is. All right, Cheryl, what's your story? Well, my boyfriend comes from a family of eight boys, no girls. Unbelievable. And it wasn't until there were grandkids that uh, the girls came along. And, well, of course, that made Grandma and Grandpa very happy to finally get the girl they had wanted. And, and all the boys say, she's a very lucky girl. She never got born into that family of boys. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. And that first granddaughter that was born must have been like the most spoiled <laughs> kid on the planet, eh? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. All on a farm in Saskatchewan, so. Wow. But I like to think, like, if you're a, a boy born into an all-family of girls, that yeah. you're really good with other women outside your family. Yeah. Yeah, you'd hope so. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. My my poor brother with three sisters, yeah. um, he was tormented. Yeah. Oh. He, he, be- he became a monk. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about um, lost but then found pets this morning. We had a dog go missing in Gibbons, and a couple of months later, we saw someone walking him, and he went crazy when he saw us, but the person denied that they just kept him, so we let them keep him because the kid seemed happy. Didn't put on much of a fight. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, whatever, take him. No, if the kids are happy, I think that's, you're being the bigger person. That's nice of you. I'm taking that dog back. Uh, My dog. (laughs) (laughs) Who's calling? It's Leanne and and Jordan. My daughter wanted me to uh, call you. Oh, nice. She was insistent. She wanted me to tell you about our fat old grumpy cat that we had that got lost for a week. Okay, yes. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) So 
he uh, he went missing. He went MIA from the yard and uh, could, I guess, all to be looked. We put a sign up, lost one fat old grumpy cat. That <laughs> yes. uh, was it. Response to food only, reward offered, but you will probably pay us to uh, to take him back. <laughs> so, so then I got a phone call a couple days after that. I think we found your cat. And because we were, it ended up in the backyard. We were throwing chicken at it and it was hissing at us. I'm like, I <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There is a great summertime song for you. It's the Recklaws and Long Live the Night, Kissing in the Morning with Chris, uh, Jack, and Matt, and most importantly, you. It's been a fun morning, and uh, again, that's thanks to you uh, for uh, allowing us to be a part of your day. We really appreciate it. 21 in the sunshine later on today. Just got a text at 103.939. We were talking about lost uh, animals and... Yeah, they said, good morning, guys. Hope all is well. Now, I kind of have a lost pets announcement. There is two black yearling... Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yearling, Cow- yeah. Yearling, Yearling cows yeah. wandering alongside the North Saskatchewan River near the Blackhawk Golf Course. If anyone sees them, could they give us a call? It would be much appreciated. There you go. Lost cows. cows. Got hey, <laughs> even the cows are ready to golf. Like golf season, you said Millwoods is opening on Thursday? You got that right, bud. They oh, took nice. the uh, tarps off the greens. They're looking good. All right. Yeah, you know, it didn't take very long once the snow went away. There's going to be a lot of water hazards, especially in some Ooh. of these areas with the flooding and stuff like that. But enjoy the day. Please come visit us at noon with Greg Reynolds and Scott Hackman and the uh, the uh, those things those freezies that's freezies, what they're pop called up I shop. keep thinking slurpees and flurries and all of it, all that stuff would work on a beautiful day like today have a fantastic day uh, Lindsay Ray on your radio next thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris Jack and Matt podcast listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9